0: Dear fellows, comrades, I want to talk to you. I crawl to you. I'd like to talk to you about the American dream. We are your artists in presidents. Let's do this. Let's go. If you are curious about feeling patriotic, if you have to feel it, if you absolutely have to, you should feel your patriotism quickly and quietly, like twisting the top off a high life bottle, like scooping up a toad, like an otter popping its head out of the lily pads. But you've never done anything quietly. Quickly, then. Your high school locker, a porta potty with the words Americans in red, white, and blue across it. And all the drugs you've ever stolen from white men piled up in a vault for you to dive into, the New Britain parties where everyone would sing "Happy Birthday" in Spanish, then in Polish, a restaurant staff drunk together in the back room of a karaoke bar, Irulan and Arissa smoking cigarettes in the lobby on the real world Las Vegas, Eleanor Roosevelt fingering her pistol's license, Derek Jeter flipping upside down into the stands at Yankee Stadium, A-Rod punched on a loop. Two fat pugs curled up on a cheetah print couch. The western beef appearing in the distance. The road you run down every morning named after the family that owned the last slave in your town. The pre-scheduled sprinklers at your father's apartment complex on at full blast in a rainstorm. The eight months after you quit antidepressants when you only dreamt upside down. The sun setting across the front room of a home where a family is finally learning how to love each other. This summer at the diner you had all your regulars breakfasts memorized over easy bacon rye toast. Teenagers cliff jumping at Indian Well Falls, reading Prozac Nation at Mosquito Pond, the cranes perfect posture, the deserted car dealerships on Pequonic, and Christ Church Cathedral in Hartford, full for your grandmother's funeral. You smoke your first cigarette on a class trip to Six Flags where you refuse to ride any rides for fear of puking in front of the boy you have a crush on. It's a Wednesday morning in July and you come up out of the woods next to the Merrimack River. You run a mile against the river. You wake up in a bunk bed on the Lower East Side and walk across the Williamsburg Bridge before 8. There are so many smells in the Yankee Candle Outlet, it makes you feel sick. You laugh and dance in circles in the Heaven Room at the Billy Graham Museum. The sign welcoming you to the $25 Nixon Library asks, Was he a warmonger? You cut the line for jackets at the no-name show, and when someone complains, you yell, I know you all said the N-word tonight and grab your jacket first. In the next town over, there is an entire museum dedicated to mustard. You are a long way from home, but you swear you hear someone talking about your hometown. You shut your eyes, reach into your father's fridge, and pull out a pint of Nightcrawlers. Your grandmother's maiden name was Turner. The Turners you came from come from Cortland, Virginia, which is where the Turners, not Turner came from, came from. It's where your father was born, but you don't like to think about his childhood too much. Even so, you have held this boy walking through the back entrance of a grocery store in your imagination since you were a child. The year you lived at home and stopped drinking, your dreams were upside down. He always heard your car as you pulled into the spot. He always got up to unlock the door for you. You reached for the door, the door unlocked and still you love to complain. You love to complain, but in many history books, the black people are light-skinned like you. You learn about Diane Nash, Freedom Rider, writing her will, Diane Nash, pregnant in jail, Diane Nash, ready to kill for those four little girls in Birmingham. You learn that plantation cookbooks still smell like the kitchens they came from. Who are you listening to me who are you listening to yourself? You're on Roosevelt Island crouching in a ball next to the giant FDR head. His head is triple the size of your body. You're too close to him and the security guards yell. You're on a hill in a cemetery in Wisconsin at the grave of one of Sally Hemmings' sons. You're standing next to someone who will become your best friend, but neither of you know it yet. You're going to become a lot of things you don't know yet the body standards of your white mother will burn. No rice cakes, no cottage cheese, no individualism. And someone still loves you. It's not what you can do for your country. It's what you do despite it. Hi, I'm Sasha DeBevick McKenney and I'm a poet. And now, turn this into something else. We live on through our descendants. Let us begin again, my Americans. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. And good luck.